You are Locked On Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us on a Monday edition of the show. A lot to get to like normal. And this is round two of this podcast. Originally recorded earlier this morning and as it happens with technology, the file decided to corrupt itself and I couldn't recover it. So we're doing this again. Today on the podcast, we'll recap BYU's win over Weber State in basketball. You'll hear from Devin Kafusi, BYU defensive end, playing some linebacker as well. He talks a lot about facing off against Hawaii in the Hawaii Bowl and also a cousin of his, a second cousin, joining the BYU football program with a similar last name. We'll talk about Ace Kafusi with him as well. There's a lot more and obviously catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news as BYU football continues their preparations for the Hawaii Bowl tomorrow evening there in the islands, I guess evening time in Utah, afternoon in Hawaii. Today's show brought to you by our title sponsor, Deseret First Credit Union. Also brought to you today by our good friends at Breaking Tea. We'll tell you about both of those companies as today's show rolls on. With that rundown out of the way, let's do it again. This is Locked on Cougars for December 23rd, 2019. What's up, guys? This is Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for downloading your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars with us here on Locked On Cougars. This podcast is available everywhere podcasts are to be found. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play. In essence, anywhere a podcast can be heard and or downloaded, you can find this podcast. And please subscribe, rate, and review. Hit that subscribe button so you never miss a daily episode of this podcast. Can I let you guys have a little bit of rundown on how things are going to go this week? We'll have podcasts out today, Christmas Eve Eve, as well as tomorrow on Christmas Eve. Uh, if I'm busy or don't have a lot going on, tomorrow evening after the game goes final for BYU football, I may do a special postcast edition as I'm putting together Christmas presents and the like. Those of you guys who are parents understand the pain I'm talking about, so maybe we'll do a special one of those, and then we'll be back later in the week as we look towards the weekend in BYU sports as BYU basketball faces Oral Roberts. So don't expect uh, a ton of episodes. Might be a little haphazard when they come out, but we will be here for you guys, making sure you stay up to date with everything going on in BYU sports. Let's start things off today talking some BYU basketball. The Cougars absolutely smoke Weber State, 91-61 to 61 Saturday night. I was at a family Christmas party. I was unable to record a postcast edition, so here are my thoughts on this game. I think overall, solid, solid outing for BYU. Weber State, struggling program. As we mentioned in the preview edition I did for the podcast on Friday, this is a program speaking of the Wildcats, had only won one game against a fellow Division I team so far this season, and it showed against the Cougars. BYU did exactly what they wanted to do in the first half shooting lights out program record 80 percent at halftime yoli childs made his first 10 shots set a program record in his own right he leads the way with a game high 28 points yoli childs is a man amongst boys right now you can tell he's supremely motivated to get things going as soon as he came off that suspension against uh, from the NCAA, the nine-game suspension he had to sit out. He came off that, struggled in the Utah game, but since then has been absolutely lights out and averaging I think a clean 20-10 and 10 so far in the games played for him this season. He's been everything BYU fans hoped he would be when he decided to return to school for his senior season and it's good to see him out there contributing at a high level. 
BYU is a team right now. I'm convinced that they're a team that's trending towards being a NCAA tournament team. Ken Pomeroy seems to agree. The Ken Palm ratings, last I saw, BYU was number 35 in those ratings. And it seems like the history goes that if you're a top 40 Ken Palm team, KenPalm.com, go check it out, guys. He lives here locally and does a great job. But if you're in the top 40 of Ken Palm at the end of the year, normally you're going to be an NCAA tournament team. And that would mean BYU is competing with two West Coast Conference Leviathans in both Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Could all three of them get bids? Who knows? We'll see what happens in West Coast Conference play, but as it stands, as of today, December 23rd, 2019, I think BYU is an NCAA tournament team. They should be getting ready for March, but now they have to take care of business because all of a sudden West Coast Conference play is going to show up here and BYU is going to play some games where the opponent is going to be overmatched or that, well, on paper they should be overmatched and BYU is going to have to avoid the dreaded, um, I guess, what do, we, what do you call it? A slump, I guess the easiest way to say it. They can't allow a team like a Portland, an LMU, a uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Pacific, to either come into the Marriott Center and beat them or go on the road and lose in a three-point barrage. You can't have that happen. The good news is for BYU this year, there's been a renewed emphasis on defending, and I think that will travel in West Coast Conference play, particularly on the road, as the Cougars face off against some of these overmatched opponents in conference play coming up here in a couple of weeks. The nice part is, is BYU right now is taking care of the hard part of their schedule. They're sitting at 10-4, and four on the season. They've got quality wins on the resume. I think if you had Yoli Childs in the lineup, you probably could add one or two more wins to BYU's record. I think the only two games I would question BYU not winning or maybe just the one is Kansas, really. San Diego State, very much in question looking how looking at how good the Aztecs have been. They absolutely punked Utah on Saturday by what, almost 30 points, 28-point blowout. They're undefeated on the season. San Diego State very, very good so far this season. and I think BYU, they've taken care care of business by and large. The NCAA Tournament Committee will take into account that Yoli Childs did miss the first nine games of the season for BYU. So I think everything is trending in the right way for BYU. And this win over Weber State, they just went out and took care of business. Weber State looks like some of the teams BYU could face in West Coast Conference play. An overmatched team who's having a down year trying to get things back on track. Well, guess what? You just go out there, you take care of business, and let bygones be bygones. You just take care of business, win the game, and move on. Of course, you're going to have four big games remaining. You've got a road game, you got road games at Gonzaga and at St. Mary's as well as home games against the Zags and the Gales and you just got to be able to make sure that you're on top of things and make sure you go out there and just take care of business. You can't let a slip up happen, particularly in those big games because those are only your statement those are your only statement games remaining on the schedule, but particularly you can't go out there and lose to a Ken Palm team, let's say a Portland who's rated sub 250 or sub 300. You cannot have a loss like that on your resume and expect that the NCAA tournament committee will just be like, oh, it's okay. You can't have that. They'll overlook the Yoli Child situation with the nine games. West Coast Conference play, Yoli's in the lineup. You lose those games, you're in trouble. So there you go. Some of my thoughts on BYU. Another solid win. They'll get ready for Oral Roberts this week. Very light part of the schedule around the holidays here for BYU. They'll have just three games in three weeks here. 
playing each Saturday uh, going forward. And then obviously they'll get back into West Coast Conference play here in a couple of weeks. And it'll be a, a two-game-a-week format, obviously. So there you go. Some of my thoughts on BYU football. We'll switch gears, talk some BYU, BYU basketball. Excuse me. That's some BYU basketball. We'll switch gears and talk BYU football. I got ahead of myself there. We'll talk BYU football here in just a moment with Devin Kafusi, a guy that I really enjoyed talking to. We had a great chat about his second cousin, Ace Kafusi, signing with the Cougars and also his excitement level going into this game against the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors in the SoFi Hawaii Bowl tomorrow. So we'll get to that here in just a moment. Before we do that, though, reminder for you guys that Deseret First Credit Union is the title sponsor of Locked On Cougars, and we love having them on board. If you've listened to this podcast for any length of time over the past few months, you've heard me talk about Deseret First Credit Union. They're asking everybody right now, what is your why? What is your passion project? Whatever it might be, have you considered refinancing your home loan to save yourself some money and also be able to fund that passion project? You want to travel to more BYU away games? Well, check it out, guys. Rates are still in the threes right now, 3% on home loans. It's an absolutely phenomenal time to consider refinancing your home loan and put more money back into your pocket. With a no-cost refinance from Deseret First, you heard me, no cost, you can get locked into that low rate for absolutely nothing and potentially save yourself up to hundreds of dollars a month. You heard me right, hundreds of dollars a month potentially going right back into your pocket. Check it out, guys. I just went through the refinance process myself and it was actually fairly painless and I quite, uh, I came away more emboldened and say, okay, that actually wasn't as bad as I originally anticipated it being. The Deseret First Credit Union Mortgage Team is here to help you guys, regardless of where you're at in life. You're just starting out as a newlywed trying to get into the home home ownership business. You've got investment properties. Regardless of where you're at in life, they can help you out. Give them a call, 801-456-7070. That's 801-456-7070. Or go to dfcu.com to apply in just five minutes or less. Deseret First Credit Union, you know why we show how membership and eligibility required oac terms and conditions apply equal housing lender all right guys had a chance to catch up with devin kafusi byu defensive end slash outside linebacker uh, he's been playing some linebacker this year pass rusher very much in the same mold as old, as his older brothers corbin and bronson kafusi but the kafusi name has been all over byu's roster in recent seasons it's only going to continue ace kafusi a linebacker slash defensive end prospect out of kahuku high school there in laie hawaii signed his national letter of intent last week to join the byu football program I had a chance to speak with Devin about his relationship with Ace, a little bit about also his play this season so far, and the preparation for the bowl game against Hawaii, the motivation for the Cougars as they get ready for this game tomorrow at 3 o'clock Hawaii time, 6 o'clock Mountain time. If you're on the East Coast, 8 o'clock Eastern time up on ESPN. Should be a fun game. I'm excited. I've always wanted to see BYU play in this bowl game. I think it'd be really cool to see the Cougars go out and finish the season in a, in a positive fashion with a win. But here you go, Devin Kafu with myself exclusively here on Locked on Cougars. Devin, let's start off. Name Ace Kafusi was on the list of guys who signed with BYU yeah. today. What's the relationship and what kind of player is he going to be? Oh, man. So Ace is awesome. and That's been the really fun um, about football and, and our family is that, um, for example, like Ace coming up into the college football, it brings us closer to him. Yeah. And so it's, it's always great been seeing him this past year and his family. Uh, most likely been playing linebacker and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isaiah took care of him over his official visits. Been really good. Seeing so you them. were not the official. I, I, I was an official this time, and okay. so I, I said, "Isaiah, you got him." And so, um, 
but it's really enjoyable. I mean, he's a great kid. Relation-wise, uh, I believe he's our, my second cousin. Okay. So the cousin through, through my dad's yeah. side. Uh, my dad told me that last week. I forgot already, though. But, <laughs> but uh, it's just, yeah, it's a special thing seeing, um, seeing your blood come through and make such a great decision. Is, is it kind of funny to think, like, your extended family, you think of Kafusi, it's been all over both Utah and BYU's football programs, uh-huh. and next year you guys are going to have four Kafusis on the roster. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's 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 something special. I was just telling um, um, Coach Tua was asking me about Ace 2 as well as, like, the relation and things, and mm-hmm. it's kind of the same way with Isaiah. When he started getting recruited, mm-hmm. uh, that's what brought our family closer to his just because my brothers went through the whole high school process. Right. Isaiah was then getting looked at in high school. And, uh, and then doing camps here at BYU. And so it really just brought our family uh, really close. It, it gives us uh, yeah, the reason to bond and to be with each other. And so just excited for Ace and his family as well. What about this bowl game excites you? Going to Hawaii, facing Hawaii, anything stand out to you? Uh, I have to say, um, you know, it's, it's an opponent we've, we've seen in the past many times. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I think that's, that's always exciting. I know a lot of people have the bowl games where they play someone they never played before or mm-hmm. wouldn't play with them in a season or anything. But I think that's the, an exciting part is going to Hawaii, uh, playing Hawaii, knowing there's been a history of games mm-hmm. and knowing that it's, uh, you know, it's, it's the bowl game. It's super fun you know, to end out, uh, to add another victory to the season is uh, really special and something to uh, play for and to, remem- and to remember. And so... And Hawaii is really nice this time of year, <laughs> a lot better than, than this cold weather. And so the guys are looking forward to that as well. But definitely um, understanding it's a business trip and winning is the most important thing. That's an added benefit is the weather, obviously. Exactly. <laughs> but when it is Hawaii and they're playing on their home field, how different is that to face a team? Essentially, you're playing a road game in a bowl game. Yeah. And so that, that's um, a unique thing as well. Mm-hmm. And I think they're looking at it the same way. It's, oh, we have BYU at home and they've had us at home before. And so I think it's uh, I think it's pretty satisfying for them as well, fans knowing uh, this is a team we got the best of them the last time we met. Mm-hmm. But yeah, getting us at their place, uh, I'm sure th- sure they're excited for that. And especially just going back to, um, to Hawaii, you know, having the Polynesian pipeline here at BYU as well. Um, a lot of family friends out there, relatives out there to to see and to play in front of and to play against will be uh, makes it all the better. Yeah, Ace is from Kahuku High School. Uh-huh. From yeah, do you have a lot of relatives, a lot of extended family out, out in the islands? Yeah, definitely extended family. I know I have an uncle out there. I have a cousin working out there as well, uh-huh. and another cousin going out there. And, um, yeah, just seeing, understanding Kahuku and its role is played in producing athletes across the nation, especially here at BYU, is always special. And so um, it'll be a great job for us, to great time for us to showcase what BYU is about. Mm-hmm. Um we leave a mark there um, when it comes to the recruiting side of things out there. Yep. And so, how important is it for you guys to win this game and improve to eight and five versus being seven and six for a second year in a row? Oh, I think it's really big, and that's what's been the, uh, really great this um, with this bowl prep uh, since the San Diego State game. Um, just instilling, and Kalani's done a great job as um, taking lead on the attitude that we want going into this bowl game. And knowing that you know this victory is would help us a lot, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that we need to be ready for it, and that, and that we want to win, and we're doing all that we can to win. And so, very important. Um, I think it's something to gain gain for um, winning. A lot, lot to gain. A lot of pride to hold on to, and a great way to end the season. You know, only half the teams end the end the season winning, and so it'd be good to be one of those teams. 
you were around the program in 2017 when they finished the season without going to a bowl game, but they finished the game in Hawaii. Yes. And then you guys won the bowl game last year. Yes. Can you kind of compare the two, the mood of the team and how it carried you guys into the offseason when you didn't go to a bowl game versus winning a bowl game? Yeah, for sure. And that was my first year coming back. And so um, it was really, I mean, a, a lot of growth happened in between. And I think that's, um, of course, was expected to happen. Just uh, how it how it plays out was really important. Um, whether it's getting everyone on board, getting everyone healthy, and just knowing that we're not going back to you know um, to a season like that. It's we got it. We got to be better. And so um, just had our backs against, up against the wall and really uh, clawed our way back into a bowl game. A uh, season where we were able to go bowling was was huge. And um, and just understanding taking that as last year's and being able to build off that. Um, has been the mindset as well, just getting better um, year in, year out. And so I think one way to prove that is winning in Hawaii this, this week. Did, did the win last year, when you guys win that bowl game in Boise, did that, when it comes to middle of January, February, when you're going through these workouts, does that help you guys in terms of getting ready for those workouts? Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, it's a new team that year. Yeah. You know, we, we, you get, the seniors are gone. we got new new seniors stepping up. And... One thing that should be on everyone's mind is we got to be better than last year. And with that being said, it's you know where we end. What's yeah. the end goal? And that's um, hopefully being a better in a better bowl game than we were last year. And so um, definitely all all year it was. I know in the off season we talked about you know taking control of our you know of our, our future as a football team. Yeah. The best way to do that is just our preparation to win games and to execute well enough that we we um, end up with wins. And so. Um, bowl games definitely, definitely something to look forward to, and we're all really excited for. All is just win, baby, right? All is about winning for sure. <laughs> exactly, especially college football, Division One level. It's it's all, it's all about winning and for what's for the team. And so, Devin, thanks so much. So, thank you. There you go, Devin Kafusi, and you can tell this team is motivated. Speaking of BYU going into this bowl game, I think that they have the right mentality going into the game. We'll see if it pays off. Hawaii's got a high-flying offense, and BYU's defense has to be ready for all of the option routes, the timing that they have, that run-and-shoot offense that Nick Rolovich has unveiled there at Hawaii, bringing it back to the Rainbow Warriors. It's a different offense, and BYU's defense has to be ready for it. They have to be able to slow it down, and we'll see if they're ready. I think that they've got the right mentality. The biggest question is, okay, Will that mentality, will the preparation come through? And I I don't know. I, I feel like the Cougars are ready for this game, but going to Hawaii, there are so many distractions. Absolutely so many things. The water, the sun, just it's paradise on earth. I love Hawaii. I would live in Hawaii if I could, but the cost of living is just insane. But... I'm hopeful they can go out and win this game. We'll have more on this. We'll do more of a full preview on tomorrow's podcast, getting you ready for that game. Thoughts from coaches and players in the lead-up to this contest. Could have some wet weather. It's maybe not the perfect weather that you would expect going to Hawaii for a bowl game, but still, 80 degrees and rain is better than... 30 degrees in snow that we're going to get here in Utah. So anyways, big opportunity. You can hear Devin Kafusi very much motivated for that. And also cool to hear that the Kafusi clan, a lot of connections all over the place. Ace, a second cousin, I believe is what Devin said, or maybe a more, a little more extended family oriented, but the Kafusi last name, as I've said on this podcast, and I'll say it again, if a kid has any athletic ability and has a last name Kafusi, offer him a scholarship. It usually p- plays out in your favor. Just think of all the Kafusis who have benefited 
both the BYU and Utah programs, but most recently the BYU football program. Hopefully that continues on into the future. All right, we'll talk a little bit about Dave Rose, BYU former basketball coach, was in the news today. Jeff called with an incredible profile of him in retirement in the Deseret News. We'll talk about that as we close out today's edition of the podcast here in just a moment. Before we do that, though, any of you guys who are still looking for a last-minute gift, some people like to leave it to the last minute. I don't. I hate fighting crowds. I'm very much an online shopper, but check this out, guys. If you're looking for a last-minute gift, for a sports fan in your life and for the holidays, go to breakingtea.com slash locked on. Breaking Tea makes sports t-shirts around team's passionate moments. Think of the great moments in BYU football or basketball history. Even more than that, any other sport out there, any other team that you may favor. They're great for all fans, so go to breakingtea.com slash locked on right now. Feel free to search around the site for great gifts and fun sports gifts at great, sorry, excuse me. Feel free to search for great shirts and also fun sports gifts for the sports fan in your life if you're looking for that last minute gift. Once again, go to breakingtea.com slash locked on. As we close out this Christmas Eve Eve edition of Locked On Cougars, I mentioned in the open I had to re-record this podcast, but it saved me from not talking about a, a piece that I really wanted to weigh in on after reading it this morning. Uh, Dave Rose, former BYU basketball coach, is back in the news. Jeff Call from the Deseret News does, did an incredible job on a piece on Dave Rose and his wife. Of course, Coach Rose recovering from a heart attack that he suffered earlier this year. I believe it was it's six months after announcing his retirement retirement and then just uh, obviously the heart attack just kind of been a crazy six months for Dave Rose and cool to hear that he's not done with basketball in this piece from Jeff Jeff Call Jeff went sat down uh, with Cheryl Rose and Dave her husband and to talk just about what's been going on since retiring the Roses have been traveling a lot they're finishing their dream home (coughs) excuse me there's been a lot going on for the Rose family, but it was cool to hear Dave Rose talk about the fact that he's not done with basketball yet. Obviously, he retired from BYU after a long career, 23 total years uh, at BYU with the Cougars basketball program, and he's a legend. There's no if, and, or but about it. He's an absolute legend, a class act all of the way, a guy that I respect immensely, but it's cool to hear him say, you know what? I've still got some juice, and I could do some more things in basketball. He doesn't want to be a coach per se, but I think that him being a a consultant or something like that he talked about in this piece go to deseretnews.com deseret.com i guess i should say they changed the their web address for the deseret news deseret.com but he did a great job uh speaking of jeff call profiling dave rose and i'm wishing dave rose nothing but the best it's been a crazy few months his father passed away shortly after the season concluded uh, he's had to change his diet obviously as a result of the heart attack his wife cheryl according to this piece on the way to the hospital after he suffered the heart attack said if you die on me just after retiring, retiring, I'm going to kill you. Just a great piece all the way around. So check it out, guys. Deseret.com. Jeff Call did an incredible job with this piece. And I wish nothing but the best to the Rose family. It's he, Like I said, Jeff Jeff Call and Dave Rose, this was just phenomenal. And I'm not doing any justice talking about it, just babbling on about it. But it was just cool to see this. And it's good to hear that Rose isn't done with basketball, per se. Up on the hill at the University of Utah, I know that Utah irks people when you use that term. But 
Um, Donnie Daniels, one of Rick Majerus' former assistants, one of the best college basketball assistants in the country, wanted to get out of the day-to-day grind of coaching, but now he's working in an off-the-court role with the University of Utah. If I'm Mark Pope, Pope, not Poke, Pope, I'm calling Dave Rose and saying, Dave, come back here and be just be a consultant for me. Do something off to the side. You don't have to be involved in the day-to-day stuff. You can watch film when you want. You can weigh in with thoughts, etc. I think it would be the perfect, perfect landing spot for Dave Rose. But we'll see if that's the way it shakes out or if another program comes in and says, hey, come be a consultant for us. I'd also wouldn't mind seeing him on the radio side of things, being an analyst or the like. But we'll see what happens. But wishing Dave Rose nothing but the best in retirement from coaching and looking forward to seeing him back in basketball in some form or fashion in the near future. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of the podcast. Thanks again for joining us. It's all been brought to you today by our title sponsor, Deseret First Credit Union, like usual. Also brought to you today by Breaking Tea. Please follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LockedOn Cougars. Follow my personal Twitter feed. You can do that at Jacob C. Hatch. And if you'd like to drop the show a note anytime, feel free to do so by emailing us. LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the address to do that and one thing we're gonna start doing here in the new year we're gonna open it up if you guys want to send in your thoughts voice wise voice memos you can use the voice memo feature on your smartphone email it to locked on byu at gmail.com we can use them on the podcast it's almost like a, a voice mailbox is what we'll be doing a voice a voice yeah, voice mailbox duh i just your host is an idiot he just realized he just invented voicemail what 30 years after it was invented. Anyways, I'm going to sign off now. Thanks again for joining us. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. This has been Locked On Cougars for December 23rd, 2019.